right, guys. Welcome back to the Late Night Social. Thanks for listening once again. And uh, tonight we have Jacob. What's up, y'all? Paul. Yo. Myself. Hello. Will. Howdy. Spencer. What up? And a special guest named Reese. What's good? So, What's good, gentlemen? Real quick, uh, Reese is the guitar player for his band, or sorry, singer and guitar as well for Ravine, his band. Yep. And then guitar player and some vocals and screaming for the band called Bill Murray. Yes. Um, he is located out of Nashville, Tennessee, and uh, pretty dope dude. And we just, I don't know, I just reached out and he's like, yeah, sure, let's do it. So he's on and we're just going to have fun. Derek and Will, big Bill Murray guys. True. It's yeah. true. I'm actually average average size. <laughs> <laughs> average size. I wouldn't tell everybody I'm that. I'm average size Bill Murray. Um, he's big short. Fan. Will short. Big fan, yeah. I will say I drug Paul to the Bill Murray show that you guys had when Josh was playing drums with you. Um Neighborhood theater in Charlotte when Knox was touring with you guys. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. So, and at one point you were yelling, and I leaned over to Derek and I was like, why is he so mad? (laughs) (laughs) He, but fucking angry, dude. (laughs) (laughs) But no, but Paul's not like a huge like metal guy or screamer, but he, yeah, metal kind of sucks, dude. I get it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But he, he thoroughly enjoyed that show. Knox was cool. That's sick, dude. I love Knox. Dude, yeah. Knox is Knox yeah. is dope, but he rules. All right, man, we're gonna just jump into it, and uh, who do I want to pass it to? You know, let's go, Spence. Spence, what you got? Best and worst well, concerts is what we're my doing. Mouth. Can you come back to me? <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> my, my last bad. bite of beef jerky, okay. man. <laughs> Jacob, I'm going to you then. Okay, sweet. Best and worst concerts. Okay, are we starting with with either or it did, whatever you want? Okay, to go so with. It, it doesn't matter. Okay, so worst concert. That I've ever experienced was, um, it was actually, I'm going to just say like the band, because I don't want to say the whole concert, but it was the opener um, for King's Kaleidoscope, and it, their name of the band is Mike Mike's Mains and the Branches, um, but no idea. I thought you liked them. I Gable Price used to play guitar for them. They have some good music. I was kind of pumped to see them, but the mix was horrendous um and it should have been flawless because well i'm I'm not gonna say it should have been because i don't necessarily know what happened day of but dude was mixing on like a a digico console like i felt like he had all the tools to be successful um so what you're saying is he just sucks. You're just saying he, he had sucked. all the tools to be successful. <laughs> and um, just couldn't close like, the deal. The vocal, there was just like no clarity to it at all. It was just like low mids. And it was it was so loud. Like at one point it was just like a not an acapella moment, but like maybe there was just like keys in or something. And um, it was so loud. It was like peaking 126 and it was just his vocal. And it it hurt. It one twenty six, dude. It hurt. Blows it was, out your eardrums. Yeah, it was it was awful. So that's that's the worst show I've ever been to. Um, I felt like it's gonna sound stereotypical, but it is the truth in my opinion. Um, best show I've ever been to is the nineteen seventy five. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of their arena tours. Uh, it was it was really good. Um, I can't remember the the album, but it was right after that, and they had like Did, this big rectangle. What year? Stage. Do you remember the year? Ah, uh, gosh, I don't. Um, it had to have been. I thought it was like twenty nineteen. Yeah, because it was right okay, before COVID. Okay, so that was a that was the third record. A brief inquiry into online yep. relationships. Yep, dude. Banger yeah. of a record. That's when I first found them too. Yeah, was on not like my a friend of mine that I was living with. Like, he was like, I can't believe you don't like this band, and he showed me it. Not and, and it's, it was over from there. Yeah, that was like the new like zeitgeist of the kind of music that everyone should be making in indie pop. Yeah, it was like it sound like them. They're yeah. so good. And I mean, I think you can kind of like see their influence on them on. I say the music industry, but you know, it's more so just dude, like music production. Dude, I mean you could you can see their influence like if you take indie pop as a genre mm. and you sift through it, I guarantee you you could find like 
80% of the bands are taking from the 1975 in one way or the other, either like super obviously yeah. or like slightly. But yeah. I could, I could, I could assure you that like half the bands that live and play here, we're all fucking like just grasping <laughs> at anything we can rip from that band. Yeah. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm guilty of it too. And so is Johnny from Bill Murray. Yeah. Like, it's just like, they're just there's phenomenal. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, great. Like, synth parts great guitars i mean everything's just so groovy and um and cool so um but also like the the production was just stellar it's it's incredible dude yeah yeah their their lighting and like stage plot is yeah unreal yeah it's always been like yeah just beautiful (laughs) yeah and and the mix was great too and like we're in an arena so i know like those those places are you know just reflection houses so yeah <laughs> um it was it was really cool so yeah who are you passing it to jacob um let me pass it to will Let's you ready Willie. We're, we're worse come first. on will we're going worse first is that where is that the, we, whichever one I, bro do, whatever, yeah. do whichever order it's doesn't matter the worst show that i've been to oh this is this the worst show is hard but recently i went to a a country concert with my grandfather Oof. and uh like it was like three guys and they were like legendary country artists from the 90s uh, one, one of them was local and he was the worst one <laughs> uh aaron tippett was not good bro really i'll say it i'll just say it out loud on the podcast it uh <laughs> dude dude was like really pushing like america like oh my god i just What's wrong I, with that? I was like, I don't think you should profit from it. Big MAGA, <laughs> big, big MAGA guy. He definitely, definitely. Yikes. And it was just like, just, just play your music, bro. <laughs> yeah, like I just want to hear you play your music, right. man. Uh, Sammy Kershaw with them was decent, but was he tipping? Oh, yeah. He oh my god, definitely dad joke. Definitely tipping. Um, Vinny was great though. The Foundry, pretty cool. Greenville. Yeah. That's a dead uh, place. Best show. Ah. Uh, I gotta go Jonas Brothers recently. Oh my gosh. Yo. Dude. It was such a great show. Let's go. Such a great show. I mean, I need to go to more shows for sure. But it was good. It was great. Uh I'll do a, a, an A and one no. Dolly, Dolly Parton, bro. Where did you see her? I what? was I was working security for uh, at the Peace Center one time. <laughs> she impressed me thoroughly. I bet she did. <laughs> <laughs> <She's>... <laughs> All right. Who are you passing it to? <laughs> <laughs> Dolly Parton's hot, dude. I know she's like. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> she's so poor, bro. I mean, she, how old is she, dude? I've hoped to God that by eighty, I look as good as she does. Honestly, same. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, but it, I got I got that receding hairline, and I put on fat so easily. It's <laughs> Hey, Stop you're looking good. You're welcome to this bro. podcast. <laughs> welcome to the pod. It's, Glad it's you not fit in. Good for me. My uh, my genetics are are working against me here. Oh man. All right, Willie. Oh man. Yeah, that was it. Uh, let's go, Paul. Come on. All right, I'm going hey, worse. Paulie. I'm going worse. <laughs> <laughs> my worst is. Um, the artist was the artist is great. I've seen them other places, but the venue was so bad that it w- it made it just terrible. My wife and I saw Andrew Bird and Iron and Wine at um, Pullman Yards in Atlanta, and it was the worst. The sound was so bad that like people were just talking to each other because they couldn't hear anything. And like the sound is that guy, low? Yeah, like you couldn't hear them. And like the the sound guy was to our left, and people were like throwing crap at him and like booing him like Goodness. we can't hear anything and like it, to the point where he was just playing his set and like everyone was just it just turned into like a mixer it was Whoa. so weird Oof. yeah um best ever was uh bonavar at the santa barbara bowl um my wife's a huge bonavar fan and so our our friend had like third row tickets and we had like nosebleeds and he swapped tickets with us so we got to be right in the front it's also cool because my wife was pregnant with our son Gray at the time, so it's like a special memory. So that was by far the That's best. Pretty dope. Yeah. I'll throw it to Reese. All right, dude. Um I I don't wanna say it was the worst show, but I will say that it was like one of the 
weirdest shows <laughs> I've I've ever seen. Um, I saw this band. Uh, they were called Macula Dog, like M A C U L A Dog, uh, and I saw them. They were opening for a band that I was playing with, and I'm not gonna say it's like the worst. Because it was honestly extremely interesting. But, like, I came upstairs to, into the venue about halfway through their set. And the music is, like, it's, like, fucking alien music, dude. It's, like, <laughs> a bunch of bleeps and bloops. It doesn't make any sense at all. And their stage, their stage get up. So here, here was, like, the kicker is they, they were dressed in these, like, alien astronaut looking suits and they had these like these helmets on and they had these chest rigs that like it extended outward into some kind of like literal hologram it was probably like a little like transparent video like monitor but it like took a feed from their helmet that was taking like camera like a very wide looking camera view of their face and projecting it onto this like little screen that would just like both members that had the screen in front of them. And like, that's how you could see their face. And one of them was playing like this weird quad looking drum contraption. And the other one was playing like keys. So weird, dude. That's, that's, <laughs> but, that's, that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. But I will tell you, everyone stopped and watched, but dude, it was so funny is like they would finish a song they would finish a song and everyone would would just stand there like, <laughs> like no one knew like if they should applaud or not it was like awkward and i felt a little bad but at the same time i was like i've never seen that shit done before yeah. right so, i mean that's why they did it kind of sick i'll have to send it to you guys because that'd be that's dope. hilarious Wacky. Dude. please um I don't know if it's, I don't know if I could say it's the best show I've been to. I've been to so many shows, dude. But this was like my most recent favorite show. I saw the band Camino at a at a municipal, which is like a ten thousand yeah. cap yeah. arena. Oh my gosh, Let's dude! Go. The the stage setup, like all the all the like art and like trussing, was like this really weird orange and green graffiti like paint yeah we went to the, the atlanta show oh yeah so you, yeah. So you saw all that yeah. it was really weird looking but like oh my god dude they just they played banger after banger like nope. I, I that's really the first time i've been to a show that i was like i was like i know every single song and yep. they're all just like so good did, did they play they, blue daphne yeah, yeah, they, 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 okay. they play that there Blue Daphne song. So, and Fun story. The first band community concert that Paul went to with us, because um, it was a joke. Oh, no, sorry. It was the second one. Myself, Will, and Paul went to one in Charlotte, and we were all having a great time. We're going to say that. Uh, and the whole time, Paul was like, play Blue Daphne. Just because he thought it was hilarious. I, at one point, I don't think he knew. I thought I think he yeah, thought it was Blue Daphne. The first time I said it, I was wrong. That's but then true. I realized it was funny. And then all the girls in front of us were like, it's called Daphne Blue. And they They're were like, like, what the fuck are you saying, yeah. dude? So, yeah. So then, yeah. he. Ever since then, that's what we've been saying. So, But yeah, dude. But, they, they crushed. Uh, the lighting was so fucking cool. Yeah, it was really good. They all good. sounded good. It was. Um, that they played they played some cuts from the newest album too and i and i i i did like all the guitar tablature they still haven't put the tab book out but i got to spend a lot of time with the record before it was released and even after like it was probably like a hundred hours of working on this on this tab book but after even a hundred hours of just like analyzing every fucking beat to like try to write down what they were playing, I still was like banger, still good. yeah, banger after banger. And uh, I'll give you one more. I'll tell you the weirdest show I've played so far. <laughs> um, 
my band Ravine played a show. So like no one knows who the fuck we are because we're just like same. <laughs> we're a, we're a, we're a local band. Like yeah, that, no one same knows with, who yeah, we are. Our podcast. That's that's, that's <laughs> same, things, bro. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I mean, it all starts somewhere, dog. That's right. That's right. But um, we played the show in Memphis. It was like. I think it wasn't the last show, but it was like close. It might have been the last show, honestly, but played the show and we got to the venue and they were like, they were like, yeah, so we don't have a sound tech. You guys have to run all of your sound. And we were just like, what, dude? (laughs) The room was like as big as this office is, but it was like the stage and then the audio console was like underneath the PA on the very far side of the stage. So like you can't mix from back there, but there was like some points and there was like 20 people that came to the show. So there were some points where like a member of each band that wasn't playing at that given moment, excuse me, they would like, they would, we would switch off. who was like doing audio. So like at one point I'm just sitting there just like looking out, at like 20 people that are here at this like box. And I was like, what the fuck are we doing here? (laughs) Like what the fuck are we doing? But honestly, extremely fun show. And the people who are there like really fit. So it was a good time, but it was just like, why, why, like, why, why can't you just hire a sound dude? Like (laughs) if you're going to have a venue, like, like put some effort into it. And they didn't tell us that they, that they didn't have, like an audio engineer, so we were just you like, you could have easily uh, have brought one. Yeah, dude, show like, yeah. it was Memphis, so it's two hours away from where we live. We could have easily been like, hey, anyone want to come do this? But they were you scared, know, they like were scared you weren't going to show up. That's what it, that's what it sounds Probably, like, dude. And you know, might not have <laughs> the conditions, <laughs> but. I'm, so, so what you're I'm saying no is that that show could have been on somebody's like worst list. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely, dude. But I, I will say, I'm like no stranger to to like that. I I grew up in a town that was like there was like one decent venue, Where'd and you it was grow like up? I grew up in in Youngstown, Ohio. So that's like nice. It's like an hour south of Cleveland. It's like yeah, right yeah. on the border of, of Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, tiny fucking town. Was rated one of the like poorest cities in the United I, States. I've actually been nice. to it. Well, I passed uh, through it. I have yeah. family from uh, Eastern PA, Greenville, PA. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're not too far. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a stranger to playing like that, dude. And it, let me tell you, humbles you real quick, <laughs> real fucking quick, dude. You're like, I am really not a hodge. <laughs> who are you going to pass it to? I think uh, what, me and Spencer. Me and Derek, yeah. So whoever uh, you want. I'll, I'll pass to Derek. All right. Um, I'll go best show. And I had a couple. I was going to say the Jonas Brothers because I was at the same show. Not with Will, separate areas. Um, but I'm going to go Khalid. Because his Sick. band yeah. was so the opener that they had, something happened and she had a medical emergency. Um, and they posted a thing on Twitter and they didn't announce it right away in the actual venue. But we were like, it was probably 30 minutes past the start time. We were like, I told my wife, I was like, something's wrong, like something's not right, technical, whatever. And then I looked up the artist and I was like, okay. And then she posted it and was like, look, I'm having a lot of medical issues. And because of that, I'm having a lot of anxiety and panic attack stuff going on. So like, I just, I can't come out there and sing. And I was like, well, that, that kind of sucks, but okay. And then, so one of the guys from, I guess one of the stage hands or whatever, I don't know. He just came out and he was like, look, here's what's going on. Sorry. We're going to get all the front stuff cleaned up for their set. And then Khalid's band literally just came out and just played instrumentals of like, late 90s early 2000s r&b hip-hop and just like i mean it's just three of them and they all had md so they were just talking to each other and laughing and just playing and it's probably one of the best things i've ever heard in my life and they did that for 20 minutes and then they went back for about 15 minutes and then came right back out and played the whole set and everything they did um khalid said later like in the middle of his show he was like can you just give it for the band because like they literally just like pulled stuff out of their ass and was just like 
hey yeah like that's why they were talking to them so like let's do this song next and they were just like and everything was a clean trans- transition they never stopped yeah. it was super dope and that honestly for me like his stuff was amazing but that for me was like that's awesome and I just got to enjoy it and hear the production and the sound so that was really cool um, I think their, their band name is like Red Hands yeah. Band or Black Suit yeah they have Music, their they have the their two? own yeah they have their own like little thing they just do like jam sessions and stuff too but um, it was it was incredible. That's sick. Um, the worst show, honestly, I have quite a few. The most recent, so the band itself, I love, and I saw them open with Band Camino, open for Band Camino, which is the Wildlife. You said the worst. No, no, no but hear me out. No, 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 not the worst band. The band itself, <laughs> I love. Okay, Same. so. I'm a so huge we fan. saw them yeah. on their headlining tour. Myself, Will, and Paul went to the Masquerade in Atlanta. First off, cool. hate the Masquerade. Yuck. Hate it. What room? Was it Purgatory? Yes. Felt like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was Purgatory. And so like the space itself was like fine. Because like I know that hell is way smaller and it sucks. Um I was at Purgatory recently and they like redid the entire sound system and it wasn't okay. bad. I've played hell too. It's not great. No. And so <laughs> but I, I love the masquerade though. I'll, I'll say I, that. I liked their old venue a long time ago. It was way better, but, and I understand why they had to move the whole building issue and it was basically going to fall apart, but, but no, that, so the openers they had, so the first opener they had, they do Atlanta does a lot of like, they bring in their local bands and they do that, and that's cool. I support that. But this band was awful. Don't even what remember. Band? The, don't even remember the name. Uh, girl, girl, front person. Um, overall, like as far as like their talent, the talent was there, but the sound awful. Then the next person, uh, he was actually really good. I was impressed. Couldn't hear. Him. Was it Yuko? Yes. Yeah. Couldn't couldn't hear him. And it sucked. It pissed me off because I was like, the little bit that I did hear, I was like, this is dope. Talented guy, though. Very yeah, talented. it was really, like, the stuff that I could hear from him was like, like, I listen to him now because I'm like, that was awesome. Never heard him before that. But the opener the- was so bad that Will was had his back to the stage, leaning on the bar, watching a Braves game on yeah. his phone. Yeah, it was that bad. Which is kind of disrespectful, honestly, I thought. But... I, yeah, so that happened. But when the wildlife He's came on, He's on fun right now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 boy. Oh, <laughs> got him. But when the wildlife came on, I was—I mean, I was super hype, and like, obviously, I still sang along and you know had a good time. But I couldn't hear like the sound tech they had. Huh? Like it would shut up. It was awful. Like that's really interesting that the that the wildlife's tech. I mean it it could be the room like I think it was I've a seen, mixture. I've seen the wildlife like three times now and every time I've seen them I was blown away by how good huh. the front of house guy was. Dang. Yeah. It, so, so it, it pro- I would I would I would bet it was probably because it was at the masquerade. Yeah. But when I heard them open for the Ban Camino I was like, oh, this is what I really wanted. This is what I wanted to hear. And Dude, like, one of the best live drum mixes I have ever heard from, I don't know his name. I, I think his name is like Jack. I, I don't remember, but he's a killer, whoever he is. Yeah. Like, my favorite song from them is right now is Anxious. And the guitar solo Make in me that. anxious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the guitar solo in that, like, I always look forward to it. And so when, in the Masquerade, like, I couldn't hardly hear it. And I was pissed about that. But then he, of course, they did it at the Bank Camino show. And I heard it and I was like, okay, I'm satisfied. We're good. Yeah. So it, the show itself player. was only bad because the venue and the whoever was mixing, like, just, I guess they had an off night. I don't know. But it just wasn't good. That's the most recent, and I could name a bunch of other stuff. But Reese, yeah. when you saw Band Camino recently, did they have was Bad Sons with them? Yeah. What do you think about Bad Sons? I, so, I, I like Bad Sons, but I I just they're not like my favorite indie band. You know what I mean? Like I I thought they they put on a good show, but I was just like, man, I really only know a few songs. Yeah. And a lot of them were a little drony for me. 
Or I, honestly, it could have been just because I was like stoked to see Camino. Yeah. And I was just like kind of glazed over at that point. Yeah. <laughs> I will, uh, I, I but wanna... they're good. I like they're definitely a great band, and you know they've been around for a minute. All right. What you got, Spencer? Spence? Last but not least. Yeah, I guess that's what I get for having beef jerky in my mouth when I was supposed to go. So <laughs> that's what we'll call it. Anyways. Um. All right. Worst show I've ever been to. I think recently there was a, we we had this band. Actually, we hosted it. Um, but it was they're called Rent Collective. Oh, absolutely yeah. horrible. Um, yeah, it sucks to it suck, dude. Bad. It was it it was so it was the loudest concert I've ever been to. First of all, but it was like that was like, DMV was loud. It wasn't singing. It was just loud. <laughs> it was loud. Like it hurt, man. You know, I don't mind it being loud, but holy cow, like. And it's a it, the style of music that they play. It's like unnecessary to be that loud. Like it, there's no reason. It's like CCM Mumford and Sons. Yes, that's exactly it. Wow, that's, that's exactly a great example. Making boot clap. Hey, uh. yeah, and it's like and it's like 130 dB, bro. Like just insanely loud. I don't know how we we did have a reader out at some point, and it was yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, uh, I like also open. another. I, I think the most painful thing about that show was that there was a dude at front of house that's like a really well-known sound guy, especially in Greenville. And I'm just sitting there watching him. He's just got his arms folded, standing there, and I'm like, man, this has to be painful for him. <laughs> um, a close, a close second for one of the worst shows I've ever been to. I don't know if you guys will hate this or not, but. I got free tickets one time. I would have never gone if like somebody didn't ask me to go with them. It was a while back, but it was Alter Bridge, which is <laughs> which is which is Creed with a different singer. Butt Rock Central, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Some of the Godfathers it of was, Butt Rock. It was Alter Bridge, and then there was like two '90s bands. I don't even know the name of them that opened up. Did you go with Turin? Oh, and, no. Oh, okay. No. And uh, it was horrible, dude. I was, I, I I've never wanted a concert to end so bad in my life. <laughs> was it just like them or the sound or what was it? No, it was fine. Like the sound was fine. It's just the music sucks, dude. <laughs> you don't like Alter Bridge it at sucks. all. Sucks. <laughs> I, I was on Alter Bridge kick when I was eighteen, nineteen. Like you I was were talking I, about them like two weeks ago. Yeah, because I was reminiscing. <laughs> and so I, because like nobody, like, oh, I was an Alter Bridge fan. <laughs> I haven't, I listened to it was like, what, three weeks ago? I After a podcast, I played them in here because like I think only Spencer had really heard them. And so I was like, I'll just play a couple songs. And like, there's still some songs that like every now and then I'll go back to because it's like, you know, nostalgic for me that I listen to. And I'm like, all right, yeah, cool. But like, that's like a once every couple of years kind of thing for me now. Whenever cause... I need my fucking butt rock fix. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> send it. Send it. All right, my... Uh... That's why we got Nickelback, dude. Yes. <laughs> I'll take Nickelback over Alter Bridge. I, I agree Yeah, of course. I, They're yeah. way better. <laughs> um, My uh, best concert I've ever been to... Um, I'm obsessed with a band called Colony House. Ooh, I don't know if you yeah, ever heard yeah. of them. I've, I've, I've heard of them. Um. And uh, they were at the Orange Peel. We've seen them a couple times, but me and Jacob went, uh, I think it was 2021. Is that right? Yeah, it was during COVID. One, one of the best I live mean, mixes I've ever heard. And it was, I like I like smaller like shows. Like the Orange Peel is like a solid, just smaller venue, but it sounds so good in there. It and does. I just never, like, I just didn't want it to end. Like I, they could have just. I could have stood there all night and they and they played. I'd been fine. Really quickly, tell the story of what happened when you were going to go in. Yeah, yeah. So, Dude. me and Jacob roll up at this concert. It's like COVID is still a thing. So like masks and, um, you know, venues were doing the thing where you have to like, have you know, have test. proof like that you're either vaccinated card. or that you have like a a negative test. So I wasn't vaccinated. Um, still am not vaccinated. But, <laughs> but, and, and just so we're clear, that was the liberal on the sorry, podcast. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so, can live you not, bro. <laughs> so, right, we knew, like, me and Jacob, like, we went and got a COVID test a couple days before or the day before to, uh, so that we could get into the show. So, I made sure, like, before we left, I, I was like, man, I, 
I have the paper in my pocket with my wallet. We're good to go. So we roll up. Uh, we got there a little early so we could go grab a burger to eat before the show, um, which was right downtown, right down the road. So we, we go Farm eat. burger. Yeah. We, uh, mm, we, that's we, a we good go place. eat. And then we, we start walking to the venue. We get up to the to the door, and I'm like, I reach in my pocket, and it's in, like the, the COVID test is not there, bro, the paper. I'm like, no, I know I had it. Like, I'm 100%. I brought it with me. So we go back to the car, which is right across the street. It's not in the car. We, we destroyed everything in his car, under the car. <laughs> We're looking around the parking lot. We walk the streets, like, shining our phone lights on the, we even went on to the, the sidewalk. Went to the restaurant. Um, it's funny cause like we went there and then we walked all the way back. We can't find it, dude. I'm like, I know I had it. Yeah. So we did it again. We checked the, the parking lot. We checked the car and I'm like, dude, it like shows about to start. Um, we, Dr. Fauci we didn't even, want you to go to this. Bro, I was, <laughs> and I was so upset too. I'm like, Jacob, just go in without me, bro. I'll just wait out here and, and just cry and I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll get it together. But and I begged the, the dude at the door too. I'm like, man, look, I I promise you I don't have COVID, bro. Can I just get in? Like I I paid for my ticket. So we're like, one more time, like, let's go back to the restaurant and check the sidewalks all the way there and let's just look. So we get back to the restaurant and by the check-in thing, there's this rail, and I see a like a tiny slip of a piece of paper sticking out. And I look under, I'm like, there it is. There it is. And I pick it up. It must have fell out of my pocket when I pulled my wallet out. It probably was somebody so, else's COVID test, but it worked. <laughs> <laughs> so I, we grab it and we just run out of the restaurant. And then this this waitress chases us down and she's like, hey, hey. She thought we were dining and dashing, bro. She's like, you guys can't do that. And we're like, no, 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 no. We already paid. We already ate. I was just getting my COVID slip. <laughs> you know what? Now that I think about it, oh man, you pay at the counter at that place. Like I don't know what. Yeah, she I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what she. Thought. It's just weird to see people running out of a restaurant. I don't know. I mean but. that. That's her tip and her money walking out the door. She's gonna chase it down. <laughs> Man, those are the good old days. Mask and vaccine. No. Oh, okay. Come on, Paul. <laughs> okay. Come on. <laughs> the good old days, dude. <laughs> Maybe sitting at home, not having to go anywhere and drinking some beer or something. Oh, but Tiger King. Good old Tiger King. Dude, I I must have written like. 50 songs during the COVID times that will just never see the light of day, dude. <laughs> just like, Do I, get- all I did was like replay like two different games for those like six months that I was at my mom's house and just watch Adventure Time. <laughs> dude, my wife loves Adventure Time. I bet she Ooh. did. Paul, what were you going to say? Huh? What were you going to say a second ago? Pee break. Pee break. All pee right. break. Pee break. Let's hear night. And I've got that singing feeling. And I've got that singing feeling. I think this house is on it. We are back from the pee break, and uh, so Reese, I have uh, I mean a couple like random questions, and we can just kind of go over with this. Um, first thing, I mean, real quick, quick as you can, give us like a how did you get started as far as like playing guitar, and then just where you're at now. Okay, so I started playing guitar in like fourth grade because I was like maybe if I do that, girls will like me one day. And why else it, do you start? Yeah, I mean, but let me tell you, it doesn't really work. No, it doesn't, unfortunately. So eventually I ended up falling in love with it. uh, And from like 13 to like 19, uh, I was a loser. And all I did was hang out with like two other music friends and just like play guitar, learn on guitar. Because it it was like an obsession for, for years. Now Nowadays, it's not as like... Now that I have like enough technical skill, I don't feel myself as like inclined to play as much. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still obviously extremely enjoyable. Uh, what was the second part? 
how just long like, I played. Yeah, I mean, just like when you like when you started playing, and then just like how you got to where you are right now, currently. Uh, I mean, honestly, I attribute a lot of it to being a loser, and like all <laughs> I all I liked doing from those ages was just like playing and writing songs with with my friends. Yeah. Um, and eventually, I got good enough at it to where people started paying me to do it. Uh. And at that point, I, I had decided that I've re- I mean, I've, I've always really enjoyed writing, but there came a point like during COVID uh, where me and my current band now, we went and saw, funny enough, dude, we went and saw Nightly, The Wildlife, and another band called Sawyer in, yeah. in Pittsburgh. And we saw them play. And I and like during one of the Wildlife songs, I looked over at, at my boys and I was like, I had already started Ravine at this point, but it was just me. So I looked over at them and I was like, I was like, I think we could do that way harder than it looks. But, um, we started writing songs and when COVID happened, it was like, that was all there was to do. So we took mm-hmm. like six months, worked up a ton of material. And then we like showed it to all of our friends. We were like, what do you guys think? Uh, pick the best ones. And then we started releasing them. And like two years in, I had been throwing around the idea of moving to Nashville for a while, but Billy, my roommate and my bands was like, that would be a cool thing to do because all, all the bands that we like and that we want to sound like that we want to kind of fit into the same genre as all live here. And everyone that writes that kind of music either lives here or LA. So it was like, yeah, this was a clear, obvious choice. Sure. So Right before we moved, I've been a Bill Murray fan since like 2019. Yeah. And I, I saw that Johnny, we were, I was living in some fucking apartment in Sandusky, Ohio, working as a musician at Cedar Point in the most dog shit apartment you could ever fucking imagine. I slept, <laughs> I slept on a mattress in the living room. We were on the second floor. So the floor like slanted inward Oof. from apparent like water damage. So I had my desk and my studio monitor set up and they were just like tilted to the side the entire time. I was like, this shit could fall over. But at that time I saw Johnny posted something on the Bill Murray Instagram where he was like, he was like, is there any guitarist that would be willing to audition that lives in Ohio? And this was like right before I moved. So I was like, well, I still technically live in Ohio. Right. And I, I DM'd him not expecting our response at all because right. like I figured at that point Johnny was like pretty well connected but actually Bill Murray was like still underground enough yeah to where Johnny didn't have a lot of connections um I guess didn't know a lot of people but we DM'd I sent him some videos of me playing and eventually he was like you should come down to Columbus and and like rehearse with us so I did I a ton of shit up. I was like, there's literally no way I get this. I left thinking that that was it. He was like, can you send me some more videos? And I was like, yeah. So I did. Came down another time and rehearsed again. And he was like, do you want to like play some shows with us? Little did I know, they were the first shows that Johnny had played with Bill Murray since like COVID. So it was like two years not playing any shows. I met two of my heroes of that show, dude. Cause that was the first time he brought Josh in to play and I'm a huge issues fan. I'm going to see Dude. them in Atlanta. Wait, 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 when this weekend, 28th, 27th, um, or either the 26th or the 27th. It was one of those days. Well, but just, just stay an extra day. Don't tempt me, brother. I'm tempting you right now. We'll talk <laughs> but, about um, it later. Continue. We'll talk about it later. But, uh, I met Josh. Dude. I remember the first time I met him, I was like starstruck. Cause I love issues and I uh, met him at the last warp tour in, in uh, North Carolina 2018, dude. Yep. I heckled them walking behind them when they were going to their bus on that show. <laughs> I did too, uh, <laughs> but, uh, played the shows. They went well. I remember thinking in the moment too, I was like, there's literally no way that I get hired back for any of this. But then after that, he was like, do you want to come play this tour? And then it was like, after that, more tours and then eventually he was like do you want to run like co-run the social media with me and i was like yeah so then i started making content and like running socials 
And eventually the other social media guy left. So it was just me. And at that point I was like, I think I might be in this fan now. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, maybe now I'm a part of it. And since then I've just been, I've been like, that's my full-time job is working for Johnny and, and touring with him. Um, but it was through Johnny that I got connected in Nashville and that's how I've I've like gotten to be hired for for like other touring acts. Um but honestly, dude, my my bandmate Frank, he plays in Ravine, he's like the other guy in Ravine. Um Frank has always said that like there's like a crossroads between hard work and luck. And it's like if you put in enough work and get like really good at what you want to do, eventually the luck will meet up with you. And uh, <laughs> and I I really think that that was like that exact thing was like I just happened to get so fucking lucky that I got connected with Johnny at a time where he yeah. was like starting to see exponential growth. And yeah, I mean, everyone that I know here, I, I probably would not have met right. if I wasn't a part of Murray. So I'm like count my lucky fucking stars every day, brother. <laughs> so like, for a quick clarification. <clears throat> so Johnny, he's referring to Johnny Frank. Johnny Frank was an original member of Attack Attack back in the day. If you don't know who Attack Attack is, I, you just got to go look it up. You're not a real fucking metalcore fan, dude. Pretty much. That's how I feel. Um, but You're not a real chode slammer if you don't know Attack Attack. <laughs> <laughs> but out of Attack Attack came Johnny Frank and Bill Murray and then uh, Caleb, uh, I think I'm saying his last name right, Shomo? Caleb Shomo, yeah, yeah of, of Beartooth, uh, Bear which is if you haven't listened to them again, super good. Um, but yeah, they they both they both came out of that, and I I followed Caleb, and I kind of lost track of Johnny because he kind of disappeared for a little bit, and then I picked him up whenever I was listening to, um, the uh, what's the podcast? Dang it, Finn uh, McKenzie. No, um, lead singer syndrome. Oh, yeah, he was yeah. one of the very first episodes, and that's uh, lead singer of Silverstein. But he had Johnny on there, and that's when he was like, I mean, it was still just him and with Bill Murray, but like it was like he was doing all his own stuff, programming, drums, all that. Yeah. And that's when I found him again. And I was like, thank God I found this man again. And I just got, is, I got hooked, and then ever since then I've been following him. So Johnny is a monster, dude. He's he's so good at making music. And it's funny because like it. From what I can tell, like Johnny on tour and in shows, and then Johnny not in shows, are like the same but different people. Yeah, dude. He's so like calm. He's and so nice. mellow. Yeah, they're, they're the what? They're the same, but they're different people. So same difference? Whoa. No. Oh, not the same. Same, same, but different. No, we had this debate last week. Oh, well, we had a so big debate. He, last same week. difference is an oxymoron, is it not? It's, it's an idiom. What's the yeah. word? It's an idiom. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, an idi- oh okay. He, well, uh, so he's like... Guys. His, <laughs> his personality, regardless, peeks through. But in shows, he just... He comes out so different. Yeah, I mean, which, which makes sense. And, like, it... Like, the energy is contagious. But then, like, him as a person just general and, like, in the interview I listen to is, like, complete opposite. But yeah, I, I like the vibe of it. He's so he's like he's a pretty mellow dude. He's fucking hilarious. He is. He's obviously. hilarious, and it, it's like it's like he doesn't even try. That's what pisses me off. Yeah, he's just dude. I mean, Johnny is like his authentic self through and right. through, and it and it's like that's why his music is so weird. It's because he's just like that's what he. It's everything he likes in in one thing. Yeah, I mean this in the most nice way possible, but I've seen him one time, but I felt I was getting like big like meathead metal vibes. So, dude, it's it's funny because like all he listens to is country. That's like his main fucking genre. But like, obviously, he comes from metal, so it's like they he can't like he can't you can't take the metalcore out of the boy, dude. Nope, you can't. You can nope. take the boy out of metalcore. You can't take it out of the boy. I have a uh, side question, Reese. Um, yeah, all of Bill Murray's like catalog up to like this past year. Um, the music is serious, but the titles are very joking. <laughs> um, and then this past year, we get to All Gas, and that's actually in the song. And then this this track coming out uh, Friday, it's in, it's in the song. Yeah. When is that? What 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 made that start? 
Um, I I think so. Our our manager, I think, has a, a big part to play because he's like an extremely well connected dude, and I think he he sees the mass appeal that Bill Murray could have. But I think, and I also think it's Johnny like wanting to like get away from that a little bit. Sure. But obviously, having the title of the song not be absolutely cranking my and hog <laughs> is going to help you appeal to a for lot reference, of audience. For reference. That is an actual title of a song. That is just an to actual be fair. title. Uh, and yeah, also, a so, little more reference, uh, your manager is the same manager that Ban Camino has, correct? Yeah. I can't remember his name right now, but yeah. Jameson. Yes, thank you. But yeah, uh, he's he's moving away from it, but he's like kind of not, because like, there's a few songs on the new album that have like legitimate names, but then like in parentheses it'll be like a post. Right. <laughs> like he, th- like he better grew up better in hell era. in parentheses is like better hell in parentheses thick boy. Yeah. He grew up in that <laughs> area though, because like Attack Attack was all about that Devil Wars Prada under oath. Bro, like, Ashley's here. Yeah, all, all of them like the titles had nothing to do with the song. It was just like, what's the craziest and longest title we can come up with? And that was like it was almost like a like a unsaid competition. It's just irony, dude. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just really cool, but I have a question. Um, so I'm not a musician at all. All these other guys are. Um, <laughs> but there's like this. So people that don't play music, there's like this fascination with like the tour life. So what? What's like the? What's like the Jacob toured actually yeah, Jacob for a while. What's and the? Spencer. What's the best thing about being on tour, and what's the worst thing about being on tour? Um. I mean, and it's different, like, across every touring camp. Um, But with Bill Murray, I, like, deeply love everyone that is, like, in the, like, core Bill Murray camp. Like, they're all dope people. And getting to just hang out with your friends um, and get to talk about a wide variety of stuff. Uh and just get to be funny and like be your most authentic self. There's like, there's no other, at least in my mind, I can't think of another like shared group experience that is the same as touring. Like if I could, dude, I would be on the, on the road all near if I could, cause I love it. It's so much fun. Um, the worst thing in my opinion, comes after tour, which is like post-tour depression is what we call it. Where like, uh, I mean, if if you have 30 days in a month where your adrenaline is just being spiked every single night to like the max it could be, Mm. uh, you're going to experience like extreme sadness when you get home. Yeah. Every time I get home, I'm like, sense. that was the only time I will ever get to do that again. And like, life is now worthless. But I mean, it, it gets a little easier. But in my opinion, that is the worst. Yeah. yeah. Worst show, tour experience, whatever, one night with Bill Murray. And then same with Ravine. Go Bill Murray first. Um. He's like, I'm tired of talking about worst experience. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm down, dude. <laughs> what, what was the worst? I've had so many great touring experiences that it's like kind of hard to to pick like one that can sucked. Um, but I do remember one time uh, there was there was one show we did. It was like close to the end of a run, and. Uh, I had just gotten like, oh no, actually, I do remember the worst tour, the worst like tour experience. Um, the show was sick. So we played at the Orpheum in Florida. Dope show. Awesome show. But after the show, the promoter, like, he was being really weird and like wouldn't give our TM, our tour manager, the money. So our tour manager was out there for like 30 minutes, just like trying to like get this guy to give him the money. And the dude was like tweaking and I didn't go out, but like Josh, Paul Brennan, 
uh, I think our front of house guy and our our tour manager were like all outside talking to this dude, and he just would not give them the money. So eventually, he was like, "He was like, come with me. We'll go to this other bar, and I'll get it there." And it's like, that's that's a, a big red flag. Yeah, you don't want to follow some tweaking dude to some <laughs> random bar. And they went in, and uh, from what from what Josh, so this was from Josh's perspective. The 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 bouncer was like some old lady, and she like wouldn't let him in. And I don't remember why she said this, but she was like, "Oh, why you don't like women?" And Josh was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> and she just like kept insulting him. Eventually, the, the promoter dude just, like, started yelling, like, a bunch of sh- And he was like, I'm going to go in the back and, like, and like I'm going to go grab something. So they were like, all right, we're going to f*** out of here. So they <laughs> left. And then we all ended up just leaving after that. But it was, like, such an ordeal. And this dude f***ed us out of our f- rightful earnings because yeah. we sold the venue out. <laughs> I can't – I really can't think of, like, the worst – the worst touring ex- experience with Murray. Um, I will say, uh, actually, I will not say this. <laughs> <laughs> one of the best. There's like two, and like there's two shows in my mind that I'm like those were probably my favorite. The first one is is playing the Newport in Columbus, which is where Johnny's from. We had sold the venue out. It was like the biggest venue we had played at that point. And like the whole band was just on it, dude. It was such a good show. The banter was great. Like we all played well. They captured it. Uh, this like media company got it all on film too. So it's on YouTube. And it was just like, this is a sick show. My other favorite show we've done, which is like a blur to me was the last time we played So What Festival. Um, we were at a better stage than we were before. And I was so unbelievably stressed the entire time leading up to the show. I was like, by the time the music started, I was like, not, I was like not really present because I was just like so overwhelmed. And then I looked out and it was like four or 5,000 people Oh my and I was just like, dude, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I was like, this is fucking crazy. But everyone, I, I felt like I could have done a little better, but everyone else walked away like, yep, that was awesome. And it was super fun. I mean, a ton of people knew it, like knew the music. And it was also a lot of people's first time. So it was like, right, they got to hear... They got to hear a lot of it. I think my favorite Ravine show, there's two. So we we opened for Bill Murray April of 2022, and that was sick. I mean, it was just like Bill Murray sells out like almost every venue they go to. So mm-hmm. we had a huge crowd. Um, it was the biggest crowd that Ravine has played to. It was only like 300 people, but I mean, still, it was huge. Yeah. And it was just a lot of fun, and I think we sounded like Overall, pretty good. Um, we also played a show in Sandusky, like the first year we were a band. And it was like all of our friends. It was like 150 of our friends in this bar. And everyone knew the words. And it was just like... That's crazy. This is sick. I blew out my voice like instantly. Yeah, I would, I would say. I would say those are probably it. So you had a question oh. for us earlier. Oh, I was going to say... Um, do you guys have any like favorite podcasters slash comedians? And if so, like who are they? Um, I right now I love Shane Gillis. Oh, it's so oh funny, my dude. gosh. So Shane good. Gillis is super funny. I, I also f- with, uh, I showed you his video, I, Spence, the cop video. Oh, wait, the cop. Oh, the YouTube, his YouTube video, his YouTube yeah. video yeah. where he's like, he sleepwalks. He's, oh yeah. Sleepwalking. Yeah, yes. That is great. Yes. Yeah, that yeah, one's yeah, funny. Yeah. I also really with uh like everyone that was involved with uh the Adam Freeland show in uh in Cumbtown. If you guys ever fucked with that. I don't know that I've ever I know who you're talking uh, about, but I don't know that I've ever seen it. I I like them. Um 
I don't remember the uh, name of the of the two guys who do it, but they're on TikTok. It's like a, a ginger dude. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know uh, what I'm talking about? They just make yeah. a bunch of random videos. Oh, Santino and uh, Bobby Lee. No, no, no. Yes. No, no, no. Is that who? No, no, no. Not, yeah, Bobby Lee. Bobby Lee Santino? No, no. Not, not bad friends. I thought you like them a lot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's another group. They make like random videos. Um, and it's like legit, like high quality videos. It's not a podcast or anything like that. It's just like they're two guys who just do like comedic work. And they just make random. They're younger guys. I don't know. I'll have to look it up and think about it later, but... Oh, um, the one the clips you showed you showed. Yeah, I sent yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. They just do like uh, random stuff, and it's crazy. Like they were doing one video was like the astrological signs, and he was like, "Yeah, I think I'm like a, um, like a Virgo, whatever." He's like, and one guy was like, "Yeah, I'm just an asshole," and he was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm just straight up asshole," and they were like dead serious, and so like they were going through and like it was the complete opposite, and basically they're making fun of it. But I don't know. It's it's really good. I will have to send it to you if I can find it, but. I like, I like I like Theo a lot. Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn's great. Theo, Theo Vaughn is super funny, dude. What's the uh, is it two two bears one cave or uh, Bert, two, Bert Kreischer? Two bears. Yeah. yeah. What's the other guy's name? Uh, Tom Segura. Yeah, yep. yeah, very funny. Mm-hmm. The only That's podcast funny. I listen to, other than like sports podcast, is uh, late night social. Well, that and <laughs> uh, it's called This American Life with Ira Glass. It's really good. Yeah. I think I know. I think I know that one. Yeah. It's a little more serious, but no, it's a good podcast yeah. though. I listen to a lot of true crime podcast. A few true crime. Oh yeah, like up and vanish. A white women's favorite genre. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's him. Um, and then I listen to um, Stanley Radio- Cups and True Crime Radio Rental. Uh, which the is the same guy who does um, Up and Vanished, with the um. The host of Radio Rental. So basically, it's like true life, like weird, creepy stories, essentially. Is that Dwight? Yeah, Dwight Schrute. Dwight Howard. Yeah, it's Dwight Schrute. Dwight Howard? Yeah, Dwight Howard. That's what I said. Um, Yikes. Uh, no, what's his name? Uh, Rain Wilson? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, He's, yeah, Rain. So he hosts it. Yeah, so that one's really good. But stuff like that is mainly what I listen to. I listen to gonna... a lot of Libs, dude. That's like <laughs> the majority of my listening. I, I like barely listen to music. Uh, I mainly listen to like just talk shows and pod- like honestly a lot of politics. A lot of Tucker Carlson. Love Tucker Carlson. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I'm on these lip pillows, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, uh, Jacob likes the MAGA podcast. <laughs> no. The what podcast? The MAGA ones. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 1776 will rise again. What you got the, the, only, the only podcast I really listen to, I would say, is like, maybe it's a true crime podcast, but it's called Murder, Etc. And it's about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's about like Greenville, South Carolina, but it's like telling the story of this. Um, Those are your kinfolk, aren't they? <laughs> yikes. Um, I'm going to leave that one where it's at. Um, but this this black g- dude was wrongly ac- accused Whoa. in 1970. <laughs> Racist, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I think that fact's important. <laughs> it is important to the story. He was wrongly accused of murdering a cop in 1970. Yep, I know exactly and, what you're talking about. Um, he was... Derek was there. And like I two, was. In 2000... <laughs> In like 2004, um, he was going to get out on parole, and a news anchor, like locally, did a story on it, and a bunch of local people like flipped out that he was going to get out, and so he, he didn't get out on parole, and then the news anchor come like looked into the story, come to find out like there was no evidence against him whatsoever. Shocker. And so he went just he like went, the J Sixers, bro. <laughs> just like wrongly accused, dude. <laughs> he, he went back into jail for a long time, and um, I may, maybe he's just now got out. But like this dude basically just goes through. He's been out like, for four or five years. I I don't, I don't know. It's a really good know. podcast. But basically, it's just this dude like going through the whole investigation, like telling the story, and like. Going interviewing people who are still alive from that, I guess time. Um, but anyways, Snorefest probably. But anyways, I think it's pretty cool. Do you guys remember the QAnon shaman? Yes. 
Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. No. Spitzer was What's big that into that. What's that guy doing? Is he still I, in jail? I have no idea, but it was a it was a good laugh. He for was me. a shaman, bro. What is, what for is that? What you, like a medicine man. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I yeah. work with a guy that's full on QAnon. Like you still? walk, is you, that still a thing? Yes. If you walk, yeah, into, bro. If you walk into his I office, I mean, if you walk into his office, it smells like vitamins and QAnon. <laughs> like it's what's, so. What does vitamins Q, smell like? What does QAnon smell like? Dude, I I like have some extended family bro, that are like straight up QAnon people, and I just like I don't know how to like I don't know how to talk to them. You know, like there's no there's no like polite discussion. Like at Christmas time, dude, they're just like. They're talking about their, sh- and I'm just like, I'm the token, <laughs> lip- I'm the token libtard of the family. So I'm just like, what do I say to you? They Nothing. Like, it's almost like they go into a trance. I mean, I, I like, I don't even blame them for for getting wrapped up in this kind of stuff. The internet is so so divisive, and the internet is so it's so easy to fall down this like rabbit hole of sh- if you're already predisposed mm-hmm. to. To like not having media literacy, yeah. Like, especially boomers. Like, boomers don't know anything about the internet. I grew up on the internet, dude. I grew up on fucking live leak. Like, boomers I've, get I've hacked the- every day on Facebook. They click on yeah. some stupid link and <laughs> oh, sorry if you got a message from me, just ignore it. If you get hacked again, <laughs> like they they just can't like they don't understand it in the same way because like. I mean, at least for me, I, when I was a child still, I was like, I was given unfettered internet access. And that's why I am the way I am today, for better or for worse. <laughs> but, like, if you don't understand, if you can't, like, read into stuff, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's just easy to fall into that kind of sh- I mean, that's why, the, like, incels exist, is because you, you gather, like, a community online where where people with similar ideologies can can meet up and just and talk about whatever they want to and there's no one there to check them it's like their own little echo chamber um, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a it's like their little confirmation bubble which i i'm not immune to that you know i none of us are like everyone is subject to falling into that and i i have to check myself sometimes because you know i hear information and i'm like that is true because i want it to be mm-hmm. and maybe not mm-hmm. because it is true right confirmation bias yeah yeah i mean it's that's all it is dude yeah but i mean it's it's really hard to know what is true and what isn't nowadays because like there's yeah. so there's just a wealth of information yeah. and there's people who actively are about spreading misinformation i got a good question What's your favorite conspiracy theory? Oh, oh gosh. Uh, Derek thinks there's icebergs yeah. in the uh, Caribbean. Not, not true. There's, dude, not, no. true. <laughs> not true. Not uh, true. Not true. Denver Airport's up there. I like that one. I, what? I really yeah, like the, the Denver one Airport. There's, like, uh, there's a bunch of like Nazi symbolism or well, something. Yeah, like, yeah. So there's a bunch of symbolism, like art, and but then there's uh, a lot of royals and high... Like, Influential people in the world have property right around there, so it's like, what's what's it about the Denver airport? Reese, what's going you, on over there? Reese, why don't you give us your favorite conspiracy theory and we'll wrap up with that? Um, he said I got too many, dude. I don't know. I, I, I okay, let me help you. I like Adrenochrome. That one's that one's super interesting. The what? Me. Adrenochrome. Oh, <laughs> I mean, they're pumping Joe full of something, dude. <laughs> There's a lot of fishy shit going on when you think about that the, the Mandalay Bay Hotel, dude. Ooh. Oh, yes. no, in. I don't know that one. Oh, Fellas with the in. shooter? Yeah. Do you guys yeah. do you guys like know anything about this? I yes. mean, obviously, really. did you know about the Vegas shooter? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Was this like, was this at a concert? Yeah, yeah, that yeah was it was at a Jason Aldean yeah. show. Was it, oh. no, it was, it, it was, it was Jason Aldean or um, Aldean was playing the Talladega the guy. Uh, was Ricky Black- Bobby? What's his name? No, it was Aldean. It was Aldean. It was Aldean. Okay, yeah, dude. But I know this dude. This dude, in, he brought like multiple 
firearms into the Mandalay. Somehow snuck it all past security. Got up to the, the 38th floor or whatever the fuck it was. Um, and he had like multiple firearms with like security cameras set up in this like vacant fucking room. Um, his brother got arrested like shortly after because they found terabytes of child porn on his computer. It's fucking wow. weird, dude. Someone let him up there. And they've still That's never wild. released like why he did it or what they found from him. Yeah, dude, nothing. It's, it's like what the fuck? You know what's crazy? I mean that one that one in 911 being an inside job is like, you know. Yeah, it's kind of uh, yeah. There was there's a dude that I met who was at front of house that night. And he's like, I haven't been back to Vegas since. He was what? He was at front of house that night. No way. Yeah. That's terrifying. Maybe he was yeah. in on it. No. Oh, okay. No. No. no this, this dude, like... He, he, he turned up the no fader way. so no one could hear it. No, 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 no. He wasn't, he wasn't mixing, I don't think. He was just there. He was like, just there. Yeah. But he was like, I haven't been back to Vegas since. Yeah, I mean, it's it's awful, dude. It's Crazy. awful. Well, Reese... That man, one in particular... Reese, man, we, we appreciate it so much. Yeah, Thanks for joining yeah, us. It, it um, was a lot of fun. This is The Late Night Social. If you want to hit us on Instagram, it's the late night underscore social. The boomers can email us their QAnon articles at the late night social at gmail.com. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. And, and hey, check out our boys' yeah, bands. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got Ravine and Bill Murray. Check Absolutely. them out. Stream them out. Go to their shows. We'll throw a little clip in here somewhere and you can yeah. hear some of it. Yeah. yeah. Reese, give me guitar Thanks, lessons. Gentlemen. Appreciate it. You want some? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Let's go, bro. He, he needs them bad. <laughs> Sign me up. I'll show you how to suck. <laughs> <laughs>